Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another morning of Captain Coffee in the morning. And we are here joined by um, John Paul Paul's just doused coffee. It's Bro, worse than my me. My coffee is. Uh, we were, I'm pretty we, sure it means better. Uh, yeah, faster. yeah. No, you're right. In that, uh, it's we, less coffee than anything else that's been in that mug. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, it's exactly, a good fifty exactly. percent even. We got forty-five percent cream. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was just we were we were all sitting around um, being shocked at John Paul Paul's sugar intake in his mm-hmm. coffee because oh, he literally oh, had a he had a box. Of granulated sugar, which he was just it's pouring in, in. Oh, you're right, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> and just like these cups of, of like creamer. We have, have the, the like the like miniature serving mine. cups of creamer. <laughs> he put in like oh six, seven, seven, seven of them. Number, like probably two pounds of sugar, mm-hmm. and then the, all the also and he's this dousing classic. it in this classic <laughs> caramel hey, syrup. Hey, right. yeah. We're like, dude, you're going to go under cardiac hey, arrest. You can't be this <laughs> sweet without like getting your sugar intake. Amen. So, um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, coffee, um, John Paul Paul, what are you drinking? Today? <laughs> and, drinking and in what mug? <laughs> I'm drinking a nice cup of coffee-flavored cream. Ooh. Uh, it's very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. And the OG... Sheptown USA mug. Yeah. Ooh. Shout out to Will. Shout out to Will. If there's a will, there's a way. Amen. Mm. Amen. Footless Will, as we call him. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> he's, he's kind of back now. Oh, is, is he, he up and kicking? Is, yeah. he, he, is to, he footed Will now? He is footed Will now. He wants to um, play in his intramural championship, I think. Wow. We'll see if that comes to fruition. Yeah. We will see. Will. No. How about Will you, it? Jay? <laughs> well, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the same pot of coffee as everyone else with just four creamers. No mm, sweeteners. Um, yeah. It's a little bitter, but, you know. So. Lent. Lent. <laughs> yeah. Good work. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm drinking out of the classic Washington Capitals mug. So, pretty cool. <laughs> Margaret. Hello. I'm drinking out of my cat mug. Per usual, Ooh. um, I have lots of coffee in here and five creamers because and five I have more, more creamers. I have a lot. No, just five. <laughs> that could have been you, John. <laughs> that could have been I you. have um, it's just too hot of a cup of coffee to not mm. put a couple more. You in know what? Cool down yeah. coffee. Yeah. Um, Cream water. What? Oh, yeah. water. Anyway, I'm um, drinking the same. I'm drinking the same pot, which is uh the Saint Joan of Arc dark roast. Whoa, blend. Saint Joan of Arc. Yeah. So if you want to drink this coffee, use Coach Shepherd for fifteen percent off. Fifteen percent off. Yeah, Catholic yeah. coffee. Thank hey, you. If you guys want a cup of coffee. Yeah. Catholic coffee. <laughs> hey, amen to that, brother. Zachary, what, are you, what the heck are you drinking? Uh, and out of which vessel ooh. might you be drinking your elixir this morning? My elixir is coming straight out of this Black Dog uh, coffee mug head. It looks exactly like... Um, a dog. A dog. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The, the spinning image of a dog mm-hmm. that's black. <laughs> yep. I couldn't yep. have said it better myself. 100%. And I, I am also drinking the uh, Joan of Arc coffee. You know, Catholic mm-hmm. coffee stuff's actually pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and I only have six creamers. Only six. 
So, um, John, John Paul has topped me, and I have been <laughs> toppled from my throne of excessive creamer. Um, excessive. <laughs> and uh, I also have the, this uh, classic caramel um, uh, syrup stuff. So, mm. it's, you know what? Could be better, but it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, John Paul, mm-hmm. what did we talk about yesterday, you know? Last night, we yeah. talked about the importance of the mass and the sheer amount that's going on in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it important? Like, coming in from the outside, I'm like, I don't know much about the faith. I'm like, hey, you know, you Catholics are all about this mass. What the heck? Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's where you jump in and you're like, oh, let me lay it on Let me 100%. (laughs) Educate me, you know. Knowledge bomb. Yeah, knowledge bomb. Destroy the table. Yeah. Straight, like, Mm -hmm. Golden nugget on table destroyed smithereens. The table is one with the floor at this point. Amen. (laughs) Amen. That golden nugget went straight to my basement immediately. But it actually went straight to our hearts. My heart, yeah. 100%. 100%. Oh. It, it went back around, gravity, you know, yeah, yeah. straight into gravity. <laughs> yeah. It fell down, hit the basement floor, came back, <laughs> just right into my because heart. Because that's just how gravity that's works. That's how gravity works, gravity. right? That's how God works. <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. so... so um, <laughs> we, we, did a little, we did things a little bit differently. This yeah. Week. It's yeah. our last week before break, so we decided, yeah, yeah. you know, we just finished our Bible study last week. Yeah, we did. So, we're going to... Maggie. Wrapped it up in a nice yeah. little bow. Mm-hmm. She decided, um, I forget. What, yeah, what was it called? Was it? Oh, it's Catalina. She's not oh. seen it, actually. Oh. She's still alive. Really? Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's I'm like Catalina. It's this girl from Mexico, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, it was her interpretation of the mass through, I well, guess, a vision. Well, she had a vision, a vision of, right? from Mary and Jesus. Yeah, It was about during the, the Feast of the Annunciation. She was at yeah. mass. So it was, it was a very... Uh, it, it hit it hit me hard. It hit me at least yeah. hard because I was it was like going through it and it was like um the um right uh the right of confession yeah, the penitential right. Penitential right, that's right. what it was. Um the penitential right where it was like she was like, I just went to confession yesterday, like I don't need to be like, oh, you know, uh, you know, God forgive me for all my sins and then <laughs> Just gets Mary out. just comes Mary, in and Mary she's like, remember on the way here, yeah, just call remember out. that very unkind words you were saying to that driver that cut you off? Yeah. <laughs> remember how Plus you were late because you didn't want to leave because you wanted to eat like two more yeah. <laughs> servings of your lasagna that you made the previous <laughs> day. And she was like, ooh, please stop. You're going to literally kill me from just grief. grief. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like cringing at my own. And she was just coming in and she was like, oh, really? You don't remember this? You don't remember all those times you received communion in a state of venial or, you know, mortal, mortal sin. sin. And she was like, oh, stop. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one, that one really got to me. And I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. I see. I see what's going on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did anything like that happen to you, Jake? Where you were like, "Oh, yeah, absolutely." Uh, it was during the um, the offertory when, mm-hmm. like, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're not supposed to just sit there. You're supposed to be like, you know, offering up. Yeah. 
along with the sacrifice of the mass, your intentions. Like you don't come to mass, you know, just and just kind of sit there and let yeah, it all like, go by. Let it absorb. You know? Right. God wants more <laughs> for us. Right. It's like there was one part. It was like, Lord, I offer you my whole heart, my whole being, my whole, just my entire self. I'm offering it up to you, and it's yeah. like you need to like be loading it down with intentions because the mass is like infinitely, you know. I yeah. guess effector I, I don't know the right word but like yeah it's just a perfect time to like bring your mm-hmm. intentions and kind of bring it all to god you know mm-hmm. so it's like you're not example would be like weed you know you're just there and you're just growing versus like being a t- like being a tomato plant and producing a tomato you know mm-hmm. like giving something yeah. up and being like boom here for your feast, you know, a tomato versus like just being a plant and just being there. And he's like, what do I do with you? And you're like, I have no idea. <laughs> Based. Based. Uh, Based. Very spot on. Yeah. I um, that. Yeah. Wow. That was good. What about you, Maggie? Oh, There's a lot that. There's a lot to unpack. That. Yeah. Well, I, I love doing this all the time. Like I've, this is probably my third or fourth time reading this. And every time something new sticks out to me or something else I'm reminded of. Um, and something I like will always just be in awe of is how Mary kneels during the consecration. Yep. Um, I just think that that's awesome. Like, cause Mary, obviously mother of our Lord, she's very holy woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said something along the lines of that she was not given the like the dignity dignity that a priest is given in order Mm. to be persona christi Mm -hmm. so she's kneeling because well we all are kneeling and so we should also be following our mother so um Mm -hmm. she's kneeling before the the lord on the altar and the priest in persona christi because she was not given that gift of being able to be in persona christi and she must show reverence to our lord because even though she is the mother of our Lord. She still mm. bows in reverence. She still kneels in reverence. Mm. And I just thought that that was so heckin' cool. Yeah. Jake said um, uh, something about that afterwards, too, about, like, how uh, wherever Mary is, like, Joseph's, like, right mm-hmm. beside her or something like that. So, like, Joseph's there, too. Like, the whole gang. He, <laughs> Jesus, like, brings him in. Right. He's like, it's, hey. <laughs> it's the entire host of heaven. At the yeah. yeah. All of them. Just, like... Like, even the souls in purgatory. Right? It was, it's yeah. the souls in purgatory are there. The souls of your family members who are already in heaven. Um, angels, the saints. It's just crazy. It's, it's just mm-hmm. a big, big That's feast. why Mary was right like, there. hey, you know, well, during the offertory, pray for the souls in purgatory, too, because right. they're right there. Yeah. And they're like, and they can't pray for I don't themselves. appreciate a yeah. prayer. But they're praying and you're for like, us. no. That's what's crazy. You know, that wouldn't be very cool of you. Right. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like also love doing this because I've gone to, I've brought some of my friends who are not Catholic to a Catholic mass before mm-hmm. and they're like, it's so boring. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. so boring. Mm-hmm. And then you go to one of their services and yeah, like from the outside, it seems pretty fun because you're just kind of like dancing around yeah. and singing yeah. and uh, praising. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, like jazz music. Sorry. And oh. it's cool because they're like praising the lord which is Mm -hmm. a beautiful thing like we should be praising the lord but also um it's just yeah a lack of knowledge as to what is actually going on in the mass Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i just honestly don't know that if people 
knew what was going on beyond what our eyes can see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they wouldn't become Catholic immediately. <laughs> like, no, I just, I, I, it's just so insanely beautiful of the way that the Lord works through the mass and just mm-hmm. is working on the hearts of the faithful in the mass and how much he desires us to give him everything. Um, yeah. Another thing during the operatory is the, the guardian angels. Were, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like with like just the image of a guardian angel is holding a little golden bowl and he wants like your guardian angel wants to walk down the aisle during the operatory mm-hmm. with this full golden bowl. And so they, she had seen like images of this guardian angel holding a golden bowl who's like shining brilliantly very beautifully and um that was someone who had given a ton of intentions then there's guardian angels walking down with prayer hands prayer hands so they're not holding a bowl because Mm -hmm. the person is there but isn't like offering anything for the Mm -hmm. mass and then there were just gray guardian angels because the people who are there um, out of obligation yeah they were there because yep. they had to be here because mm-hmm. they were forced to be there um and so yeah it just was so sad mm-hmm. oh yeah. man but yeah <laughs> i don't know where i was going with that mm-hmm. i think i started a thought before i started well, mentioning i know it. mary like said in here he's like do not sadden your guardian angel yeah. by like sending him up yeah handed and yeah. it's like I didn't know you could make an angel sad, but I I know how you do it. (laughs) I know at least I've been through like probably all of those. Like Mm -hmm. uh, during my teenage years, I kind of went through that angst phase. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure most of us go through, even if we deny it. But um, (laughs) deny, deny, deny. Or at least I. uh, Anyways, through that phase, I didn't really. I don't know. I kind of fell away a little bit, and I didn't really want to be there if that makes sense and i was just like oh when this is gonna be over and all that and then and then i kind of grew up from that and i kind of uh became a little bit more mature but i wasn't quite there yet and so i think i went through that second guardian angel the prayer prayer hands and i hope now i'm closer to you know, I have a golden bowl of something. Uh, you know? <laughs> He's like, I don't know what this is, but this is something here. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. <laughs> oh, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. Oh. Like, the Lord just wants us to give him our hearts, which isn't a lot in the big scheme of things, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he created the heavens and the earth, you know? Yeah. So, like... You're like, you want this. But he... I was like, you want this little thing? This little thing? But, yeah, he does. He wants us to give him all of ourselves. And so, mm. we should be putting that on the foot of the altar. Mm. Um, because when we're at the foot of the altar, we're actually at the foot of Calvary, so... Yeah. Yeah, and that's also, like, a crazy image of, like, the fact that we're looking at Calvary, just knowing that he's dying on the cross for us. Like he would do, he would go through his entire passion again, just for one of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And just knowing that if you think about it that way, when you see him on the cross, you're like, wow, that's because of all the times that I've sinned Mm -hmm. and all the times I will continue to sin despite my desire not to sin anymore. (laughs) I'm still a sinner. Um, Yeah. And it's just crazy that, he would do that all again just for me. Mm. Like, I matter that much to him that he would willingly go through all of that again, mm. which is crazy. John Paul? That's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God's love um, is is so great. And, like, even though we 
Um, I mean, we're made by God. So, like, nothing you can make can, like, equal you in any way. Um, so, but that being said, like, God made us, but he loves us so much that he sent his one and only son. That all who believe in him might, might not, not perish, perish but, but have, have eternal, eternal life. life. Amen. Let's Actually. go. Let's go. <laughs> and the great thing about that is that we can unite. And it, um, Catalina did relate this, um, that we can unite our, ourselves. And though it's not worth much at all compared to God and his own son's suffering and sacrifice, we can unite that with Jesus's suffering. And that is an offering worthy to God. And mm. it's so great. And another thing that um, you guys mentioned that um, reminded me something of what we read last night was that um, <laughs> I knew enough to say that. Wait, mm. <laughs> um, I got this. I got this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have it? Yeah, I got it. I got it. 100%. 100%. Um, at the end, like, Jesus Jesus was like... Um, what was he like? He was like, I love you, and I love spending time with you. And oh, he just wants mm-hmm. us mm. to give him our love, too. Like, he's always loving us, but it's still so important <clears throat> for us to reciprocate that love. Mm-hmm. And that just, that really spoke to me. Yeah. It's really beautiful. It's like we're a little kid and we make this like weird amorphous thing that's supposed to be a brownie, right? But we didn't really make it right. And and we like, we like give it to God and he's like, thank you for this. But, I mean, you yeah. know, it looks pretty gross, but he doesn't say that. And he's yeah. like, oh. Well, yeah, I mean like, so, like God's our father. We're, we're supposed to like get... Give it to Mary so she can do a little decoration and do a little like frosting and a little, you know, some of this and some of that and like give it to him. And he's like, wow, this looks amazing. And she's like, you have no idea what it looked like. But she's like, she's like, yeah, this was from, you know, say it was from me. It'd be like, this is from Zach. And, you know, he really appreciates you. And wants you to know all this and stuff like that. And she really, like, sweetens it up and everything like that. And I'm like, thank you. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but he would accept that. Yeah, he would. pile of a brownie. You know, you know like, <laughs> it's, it, it's like a, a little kid coming up to you and giving you, like, a mud, mud pie or something like mm-hmm. that. It's just mud, but you're like, man, I really appreciate this because... Even this little kid put everything they had into making this yeah. thing right. for I, me, you know? I had another analogy that I was thinking of when mm-hmm. John Paul was talking was, you know, little kids who go to like the dollar store yeah. and they really want this like mega candy bar and it's yeah. like $5. <laughs> um, and so they go up to the counter and the cashier is sitting there and she's like, all right, that'll be 507 or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know, tax very well. Um, and so then it'll 535. Be like, okay, it'll be 535. Ish. And so then she's like, okay. And then she slides like four quarters and a dime on there. Mm. And she's like, she's, like, <laughs> okay. she's staring up and she's smiling. And, and the cashier's like, yep. <laughs> and so then she takes it and she's like, have a good day. Yeah. Just like, do you really have to berate the four-year-old yeah, who's, like, right. giving you only a dollar and ten cents? But at the same um, time, that's all that child has. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's mm. what I was thinking of. I was like, God 
wants us to give him everything that we have, despite it never going to be enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he'll cover the rest. Yeah. And, and he's like, looks good to me. He's like, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. good. Or he's like, come on, I know you got that extra nickel back there. Yeah. Come on. Give it to me. And then you're like, no, but I need this nickel in case, you know, I run into a lemonade stand, you know? (laughs) And then he's just like, no, I need the nickel. There's not going to be a lemonade stand. (laughs) This chocolate chocolate bar is better, you know? And so then you're like, you're just like holding on to that nickel and you're like white knuckling that nickel. And you're (laughs) like, no, I want this nickel. And then you finally slide it over. And like, then you feel this piece of, there's not going to be a lemonade stand. Yeah. It's December, Mm. (laughs) you know? And so then like, yeah. Man, yeah, just hundred percent. Yeah, and and like as a kid, you're not gonna be making that much money. And even if you do make money, it's probably gonna be just like one little penny or something uh-huh. like that. And you're like, ha ha, take this penny. And he's like, you know, like it would have been better if you just gave me like what you had before, like what your first fruits. Yeah, what mean? I like say it's your mom, like who gave you all the money and all that. Just like. Give what your mom gave you, or in this case, I did. You know, like your heart. You know, right. <laughs> it would like, be it would be better if you just gave all that to me instead of like just the one little penny. Be like, bloop. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and like I mean, like we're kids, right? We're we're the children of God, right? And so, like, just like kids are always looking after, like looking for that sweet, you know, that like that candy bar that they really want. Mm. Like we too, as children of God are always looking for that spiritual candy bar, that mm. spiritual sweetness. And many times just asking for it is enough for God to give it to us. And I want a Hershey bar. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you yeah, know? Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Here's a bag of Hershey bars. And mm. it's like, whoa. But, but then he, he comes in and he's like, now you need to eat your salad. And you're like, yeah, Why are you giving exactly. this to me? <laughs> That's true. I don't want the salad. But and, he's like, and he's like, it's for your health. It's, it's spiritual for your salad. salad. Mm. Amen. Spiritual Amen. Salad. And it's painful like it. to eat. You don't like it, but it makes you so much healthier. Amen. Mm. So you can consume that bag of Hershey. Exactly. Right. You can justify <laughs> the spiritual candy with your spiritual salad. It's true. 100%. Yeah. It's like those moments where you're like, why is this happening to me and everything like that? And then God comes in and like you hear it during the mass and he's like, you know, like this is what's going on. Like you should forgive this person or something oh, like that. That, so, one, like, that one cut like a knife. Yeah. Oh. yeah and, and he's like, you know what? You should really, you should really work on that. And you're like, ooh. I <laughs> know ah, this. Okay. This document really called me out. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh and you, you just give, like, your, your, like, whole arm is, like, shaking. And you're like, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. It's like someone just, like, took, took, took like, a steel toe boot and just kicked it right in the gut. And they're like, <laughs> and you're like, mm. God. <laughs> so, Damn. forgiveness. Yeah. Jake, what was it about? Forgiveness? Oh, man. Mm. Well, yeah. Wow. I don't know. I guess it was just like mm. holding on to grudges. Like God absolutely like hates that, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it was the, our father it in the mass. Yeah. It's and, like, mm-hmm. forgive us our trespasses. Yeah. Because. We forgive others. Yeah. That's a two way street there. Yeah. For, forgive us our trespasses as we, we forgive them. It, How do it's we like, it's like got a gate in the middle. You got to open the yeah. gate this way right. for something to come through this way. You right. Know? It's, yeah. it's a two way street. So yeah. how, 
how is God going to forgive you if you can't even forgive the dude who, like, stepped on your toe one time? And <laughs> stepped on and your, your, just, your white shoes. Just kind of letting that, you know, kind of change so you think about the person rather than seeing them mm-hmm. as how Jesus would see them. It, it kind of twists it. So. Yeah. Like, and <clears throat> it's like, it's, oh, man. It was saying, like, something about forgiveness and forgetting. Like, you need to yeah. forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Because you can't allow that one thing to affect how you feel about that person, yeah. you know? Because it's not a one-time thing. Like, you're going to have to constantly forgive them for that, you know? It's mm. not like you forgive them once and you forget about it. It's like yeah. forgiveness, forgiveness is, like, a continual thing. Like, you need to consistently forgive them and not let what they did to you whether they know it or not, <laughs> yeah. affect how you feel or yeah. think about it. It's that. true, because sometimes yeah. they don't even know. Right. What Father Griffin was saying on Monday, which is the homily Jacob was talking about yesterday, was he said, you know in the, the Bible, the passage forgives 70 times, seven times. Mm-hmm. Well, Father Griffin was like, sometimes that's how many times it takes for the one offense. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's You're, crazy. Yeah. Like, it's so Ooh. true. There's, I mean, obviously there's sometimes where, yeah, someone steps on my foot and I'm like, mm. wow, mm, I'm mad. <laughs> um, <laughs> or someone breaks my elbow, you know, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding, man, Patrick. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so then, Watch. yeah, but there's sometimes where someone has hurt you so badly that it takes 495 times for mm. them to be forgiven. Um, and mm. yeah, every time you're just like chipping away of like i forgive you i forgive you and then you're like trying to re- like actually believe mm-hmm. that in your heart um because but you're like yeah you, mm. you're you're trying you're trying but yeah there's some offenses that take longer this isn't mm-hmm. just like one and done yeah yeah right. that person that really hurt me i'm only i'm i forgot already like yeah. no sometimes in our humanity like it takes a lot mm-hmm. yeah. you forget you just wake up in the middle of the night remember that one time right oh. and yeah that what you just said in our humanity because like god's in god and his divinity he's so powerful and so loving that he forgives us once mm-hmm. in sacrament of confession and just forgets about it washed away forever mm-hmm. yep. amen he just doesn't even remember he's like i don't even know like, what you did anymore yeah it was who is that saint who was like he was like God, what was the last great sin I committed? And God was like, I don't remember. Yeah. You know, it's like, we got to be like that. We got to be like, someone comes to us and they're like, you know, I'm sorry I shattered your, your fibula. And, and, and oh. you're like, it's all right. No, baby. I forget about it. And you literally forget about it. You're like, he like comes up to you and he's like, oh, I remember that one time that happened. And you're like, no, you know. I don't remember you ever wronging me like that. No fib, you're fib. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my fibula either, but you're forgiven. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Um, yeah, I liked the part that it was talking about right around there, that if you pray, while you're praying, the Our Father right before is like praying for forgiveness for that person. And if they are truly sorry, they will. the peace of that forgiveness will be given to them. But if yep. they are not sorry then the peace will come back to you. So either way, praying for forgiveness will help you mm-hmm. in the long run because you will want, like, feel better of like, oh, okay, fine, I finally forgive that person who has mm-hmm. wronged me. Yeah. Um, because sometimes when someone has wronged you in a way, like, you shouldn't talk to them again, mm-hmm. you know? And so yeah. it's like, but you can always pray for them. And yeah, so you're right. praying for them and you're, like, seeking forgiveness. You are either seeking forgiveness or you're... you're hoping they are seeking forgiveness if that makes sense so either way you'll still feel that peace of 
I just like that of like the peace will come back to you because yeah, there's some people who have hurt you who like will never feel sorry because they don't feel like they've actually hurt you, Mm. even though you've told them you hurt. Um, but that it feels good to know that like that peace will come back to me regardless of the Lord is working on my heart because he wants us not to have hardened hearts. He wants Mm. us to have hearts that are able to love better and we can love better by forgiving other people because then we will forgive like the Lord wants us to forgive. Mm. And Father Father Griffin also mentioned in that homily about how it's forgiveness. It's not reconciliation. Amen. So that person doesn't need to apologize to you. That's mm. not in your control. And so you don't have to worry about that. Mm. But you can still forgive them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just so important to do that. Yeah. yeah, It absolutely is. Especially knowing that reconciliation means like eyelash to eyelash which is like how we are after we come out of confession we're just that intimately close with jesus again Mm -hmm. of realizing that i actually don't need to be eyelash to eyelash with everybody you know like reconciliation is great with some people Mm -hmm. like in your life you should be reconciled with certain people but there are other people that you're like actually it's okay that i forgive you but i don't need you to be in my life anymore yeah it's kind of like that uh that one passage in the bible where it's like choose your friends um wisely Mm -hmm. and uh uh, like uh a good friend is like a treasure yeah yeah Um, faithful friend is a life saving remedy he who finds one finds a treasure yeah Yeah. Yeah. we did that last semester that's why you're favorite yeah, some bro. some people are that friend that like you're like, man, I really found a treasure. Like this mm-hmm. dude, like, man, I, you know what? This is just like, this is good. And then there's some people you're like, you know what? Maybe like um, you doing all this stuff isn't really good for you or for me, you know? And uh, you know what? This isn't working out because like some some. Sometimes, like, uh, we always think, like, oh, man, you know, like, I can help this person and all that. But sometimes it's, like, it's not going to, like, help them as much as it's going to hurt us to, like, try to do that. Like, we're not the ones to be in that position to help them or anything like that. Because, like, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, I can help you. And then we end up falling down to the place that they are instead of, like, helping them up. We're kind of dang. That's actually like an exact conversation I had with Jacob yesterday. It was like, he was like, you can't at the deprivation, deprivation, that's not the right word. At the, I think maybe it is the deprivation of your own soul. Like you can't be um, doing something in order to like be charitable if it's going to harm your own soul, if that Mm, makes sense. Like you can't, deprivation is not the right word, but I don't know. It's like at the desecration desecration is also not the right word either way uh, it's like i can't be doing something because i don't want to offend other people Mm. if it's going to harm my chance of getting to heaven and he Mm. was saying he even said like he was saying yeah it's like not helpful for you to try and bring other people to heaven if you yourself aren't going to be there yeah well yeah i mean you can't fill someone else up if your mug is empty right Right. or like if you only have like a little um, meniscus right Right, right, right. Yeah, spiritual to... creamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Amen. Really, you know? We've had spiritual creamer, spiritual salad, and spiritual candy so far. <laughs> have we brought up spiritual Big Macs? Oh, Ooh. not, uh, we not have, again. We haven't. Not again. Several right. episodes ago, but not. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? We can always seek after him again. Yeah. Anyway, um, what were you going to say, John Paul? I was going to bring up about how, like, Zach, you've got, like, an amazing point, you know? Like, in the fact that 
we can we need to believe what what we're saying mm. because I mean the Bible says let your yes mean yes and your no mean no mm. you know and if you don't believe what you're preaching and if you don't live that because why wouldn't you live that if you don't believe it yeah then your yes is meaning no and your no is meaning yes and that's right. confusing why yeah. there's nothing confusing about the truth mm-hmm. yeah if you don't take the time to like really <clears throat> believe what you're saying and everything like that and you're like i'm gonna go out and spread this like first of all the person you're spreading it to is going to be like you don't actually believe this either yeah, do you yeah. why would i tell. follow you why would i be like attracted to this like right. faith you you're you're saying and everything like that and it's not helping you because you're like this isn't turning out or anything like that and yeah. like where the heck are you and all this and then it all just goes downhill from there whereas if you built a strong foundation before you built your uh theoretical house you know your house would be stronger right. than yeah. if you built it on sand and yeah, it kind of just the good soil you know? yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, get that concrete in there, make it all level and everything ooh, like ooh, that. Spiritual concrete. And then get out like the level spiritual and like make sure everything's good. And then boom, it'll last like 10,000 years. Right. Versus if you're like, oh, it's slightly off, but that should be good. You know, it should <laughs> be good. And then it all falls falls over in yeah. 10 years. Right. You know. There's also like, that's what the pros and cons of like living in a community are, I think, yeah. of yeah, we all are very close and we're all in different parts of our spiritual journeys. Yeah. And that's good. Like, yeah. that's good. There should be people little, who are, um, like, whole, like holier than you. Heterogeneous mixture. Yeah. But, yeah, so there can be harm in that. But there also is deep beauty in it of um, seeing where people are in their spiritual life and be like, wow, this is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... This is what I want to be pursuing in order to get to this level. Um, But then that there can be harm in that because then you're trying to build your foundation so fast that it's like not going to stay. If that makes sense, Um, you gotta let it solidify. When the flood comes, yeah, Yeah. you have to let it. Like it takes a long time and it's frustrating Mm -hmm. because oh my gosh, how am I still doing this? Like how am I still approaching these problems? How am I still sinning in this way when I don't Mm want to be anymore? And it's like my foundation is still so low, but this person's got like seven floors or so it appears yeah. like a lot of like, that's just like, you see what's of, above ground, but right. like, like an iceberg, like an iceberg. You can yeah. see like, wow, wow, this guy's got like a huge thing, but like he's got nothing underneath. Yeah. You know? Like no foundation or he's got the huge foundation, but nothing on top. And so it's like, you can't be comparing your spiritual life to someone else's spiritual life because one, we all have a unique relationship mm-hmm. with Christ, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Um, one thing I was saying yesterday was in the Eucharist when Jesus is held up in the in the host, like mm-hmm. he was looking so intimately at Catalina. She's like, "How is it possible that he can be looking at just me?" But he yeah. does that for everyone, mm-hmm. and so it's yeah, we have this unique relationship where he's looking just at me, which is the same thing of like he'll go through the whole passion again just for me, mm-hmm. just for you, just for you. Um, and so, yeah, we have this this tendency to compare our spiritual lives with other people's spiritual lives and then get disheartened when it doesn't look the same. But also I have had different experiences than all of you. So obviously my spiritual life will look different and it's nothing supposed to be the same because we're all different people, but and we're all in different parts of our journey. It's not bad. It's just, we should always be continually growing and some people start at this height and some people start at this height. So Mm. obviously there's difference in growth. Because mm-hmm. you already are starting at a different plane, if that makes sense. Some mm. people have to start from scratch. Some yeah. people have had a foundation in their 
childhood praise god some people mm-hmm. haven't but it's it's the fact that we all want to get to heaven so we're all trying to get there but we shouldn't be comparing mine right. to yours to yours to yours to yours yeah it's mm-hmm. always just gonna make you feel bad it, it's kind of it's kind of like you look at these houses and you're like i'm so much better than this person but they have like such a solid foundation that even if they get broken down at all or if their house gets washed away or something their house can go straight back mm-hmm. up and everything like that Versus like this huge house where you're like, man, that person's so good and all this stuff. But like they only have like these two little sticks in the ground and it ends up blowing over like the very next day. And your houses are all going to look different because Uh you like different house preferences. Some people like the modern look. So they're going to like have a modern kind of house and all that. And you're going to be like, wow, that looks cool. And then someone else is going to have like this old cottage thing. And you're going to be like... Ew, I don't really like that. But, like, for that person, that's, like, the perfect house for them. And they, they like, love that house in the, mm-hmm. or their relationship with God in that situation. Right. And in the same way, our house is going to look different from everyone else's and what it needs and how it's going to look mm-hmm. and everything like that. And um, I remember um, J.D. talking about this, and he, and he's like, man, I don't know why, like, you know, I, I keep taking a nosedive and all that and, like, having to build back up. And I, and I was just thinking, like, but every time you're, like, building up your foundation, every time you're, like, down and you got the bare bones, it's a time to add to that foundation. So that way, like, the next time your house blows over or something like that, you have an even more solid foundation to build up from. And it becomes mm-hmm. even more solid. It's right. kind of like muscle, you know, like, you got to break it down first and, like, strain it. That way it can build back pain, up right. and then and then you strain it again and like go through this uncomfortable period and that builds back up and it's kind of like the same thing mm. for our spiritual houses. Spiritual our spiritual muscles. muscles. Spiritual yeah. muscles. Spiritual <laughs> muscles. Yeah, I also like thinking about it that every time we're broken back down, like we're already a floor above where we were. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like yeah. we've built our foundation. We already have, we have, still have that basement. Yeah, and we have like five floors and then you get torn down, but you're not, you're back on the fourth floor and you're Mm -hmm. like, let me rebuild floor five again. And Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. you go up a couple floors and then you're like, Oh, I'm torn down again. But now I'm Mm -hmm. on floor seven, you know, like you're, you're not reverting back. Sometimes we do revert back though. It depends Mm -hmm. on if we step away Mm -hmm. from the faith, regardless, either way, like we we're never where we were at the very beginning, if that makes sense. Like we still have all of that growth that we've Mm -hmm. experienced, even if we do end up, um, unfortunately, like stepping away from the faith for a mm-hmm. while, we still come back and we're like, actually, yeah, I do remember that. Like, yeah, you're like, I, I still have a foundation here. Yeah, Bang. yeah. God yeah. doesn't, <laughs> God doesn't get a bulldozer yeah. and just remove your foundation once you leave it for six months. Right, yeah. he's waiting. He's for like, it. oh, the new period's done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. He doesn't do that. Yeah, he sits there and he waits, and he lovingly just wants you back to your home again. Right. No matter what it is, if it's your seventh. 17th century cottage or your 7th century cottage honestly yeah. he's he, he'll wait there the for one. another 17 centuries if mm-hmm. he has to mm-hmm. amen yeah jesus was a carpenter bros yeah it's true yeah he's, wants to build he, he's like i know how to build a house yeah. mm-hmm. it's also you were just reminding me of the prodigal son of um i just like always i love mm-hmm. that parable but it's amen. just god was wait well the father god mm-hmm. okay, was waiting in the garden for the prodigal son and ran to him of yeah mm. god is standing there 
waiting outside of our house, loitering. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're waiting he's around like, there. You're like, where's this dude? He's and like, where just... We were supposed to build this foundation <laughs> and, weeks ago. And, and, he's, and he's just waiting there to be invited in. And he's like, mm, you know, we're friends. You don't know it yet, but we are. And, like, we don't know, like, exactly know him yet. But when we do get to know him, we're like, hey, come in. Have, like, yeah. a cup of coffee or something like that. And he's like, thanks. Oh, I've been waiting for this for, like, <laughs> ten years. Come on, man. <laughs> before yeah. he formed us in the womb, he knew us. Right. He was loitering outside our house before, before we yeah. were born. <laughs> and it's also, like, in Psalm 139, it's before one of my days even were, oh, no. Before one of my days came to be, Lord, you knew all of them. They were all mm-hmm. written down in your book. Like, he knew everything we were ever going to mm-hmm. do before we even mm-hmm. had the decision to do them. <laughs> and he doesn't, he does, like, no matter what is written on those pages, he still loves us. Right. With Absolutely. All of his heart. Mm-hmm. Like, the way I think about it is, you know those baby books of, like, yeah. first haircut. And it's like, oh, first uh-huh. tooth lost. And it's uh. like... Baby's first Christmas, like that's what I imagine this book mm-hmm. is. Is like, oh yeah, Maggie. Yeah, oh. remember, it's like, remember oh, that. Oh, I don't like that page. Years, oh. years, and then I'm like, God, seriously, uh, oh, stop, stop. embarrassing yeah. me. I know it's like you know, like in those all those rom com movies, like they go home for the first time and it's yeah. just like, yeah. look at this baby picture and she's like naked. And yeah. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, and so then it's like, ah, and so then that's how I am. Where I'm like, God, seriously, don't look. And he's like well, if you never went through this, you would never have gotten here, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you're right. It still hurts though, that <laughs> I hurt hurts. you, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was also something we were talking about last night. It's just, it's like a I think Hallmark movie. the more <laughs> you grow in love with someone, the more grief that you experience. And mm-hmm. so the yeah, more that was... love that you mm-hmm. have for Jesus, the more that you feel every time he's scourged at the pillar, mm-hmm. the more you Oof. feel every time his crown is pushed down, the more you feel every time he falls during the passion. Um, and so it's, it, Oh man, we're getting all worked yeah. up. It's yeah. just like, yeah, the because yeah, when you see someone that you love in pain, you feel that pain mm, too. Yeah. Or maybe I just do because I'm empathetic. But it's no, like you can go and no, love, right? Love them. And like it, the power. It, yeah. it just it when you see someone you love hurting and you know that there's nothing that you can do to stop it. Like it, it hurts. It's painful. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and, and all like, you can do is just sit there with them and be like, you know. Here's right. nothing else. The way of the cross. Yeah, and it and it and it hurts even more. I think with Jesus because I know that I'm contributing right. to that mm-hmm. pain. Right. So there is something I could be mm-hmm. doing. Just like not sitting. Yeah. <laughs> but like I'm just sitting here and I'm like I'm so sorry, Jesus. Like I'm, and that's why it's so powerful to go to mass. Is mm-hmm. because we're transplanted to the, to the to the foot of Calvary with John mm. the Beloved and with Mary. Like, they were the only ones there. There's, like, John's the only apostle there. And he's staring up at his Lord, like, my Lord, he's my like, God. He's like, where's the other 11, yeah. 11 yeah, guys? Yeah, where the heck is Wait a minute. And so he's just sitting there and is just, like, in deep sorrow because that's mm-hmm. the the one he loves, you know? And, like, that's how we are at, at Mass. And every time I'm just like, wow, I am so sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry that you are on the cross right now because yeah. of me. Oh, it just hurts. I wanted to go back to that, the comparative, like comparing your foundation and stuff. And like, it's just, it's just, it's a dangerous game because like Mm -hmm. John Paul said, we were knit so intentionally. Mm -hmm. Like everything that we are was so We are a crochet. Everything was just so planned out, so intentional. 
And like when you just start comparing, it's like, well, you're kind of doubting like God. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're like, I'm better than God is pretty much what you're saying. You're like, mm-hmm. you created me so that I wouldn't be able to do this. But he knit you so perfectly to do exactly what you yeah. need to do. And like, like, he loves you exactly how you are, you know? Like, sometimes you need a crocheted glove, and someone's a right. glove, and that's for keeping their hand warm. Big and job. some people are crocheted to be a table-like um, thing, so that the, the cup doesn't, like, right. um, mark the table or anything like that. Coaster. Some, coaster. Yes, go. thank you. I was table looking thing. for the word. <laughs> when you said table thing, I was like, oh, coaster. Yeah. I like to make tables. And, and sometimes, <laughs> you know, you need a nice hat or something Absolutely. like that. And, like, each are very important, and each have their separate uses, but, you know, God made them perfectly. Right. And Corinthians. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I just needed to get that out. St. <laughs> Paul's letter to the Corinthians. We are the body of Christ. Like, Amen. some people are eyes, some people are ears, some people are hands, some yep. people are feet. We aren't oh, all man. meant to be feet because then we'd all be a body of feet and that's weird. <laughs> and I don't like feet. <laughs> Bodies of feet are... I mean, like, just imagine. It's just like a torso I mean... with a bunch of feet around it. It's just weird. It's just a giant amorphous foot. Oh. It just kind of rolls around. <laughs> oh, it's kind gross. of blobs. It like... just kind of goes loop, loop, Okay, stop, loop. stop, stop. <laughs> As... As you, Jake, were saying, and Maggie, like, um, both together, like, on the comparison and at the foot of the cross, like, John, the beloved disciple, mm. if he was, if he was worrying about, oh, man, the other 11, each one of them, you know? They're None jerks. of them are here. They're Why not are you here. How could they be here? What's that? That's pride. That's focusing on humanity. And when you focus on humans and put your faith in man, instead of focusing on what's right in front of you like mm. for john you know mm. jesus was right there and he was looking at his lord and savior on the cross he he didn't need to worry about any where anyone else was and the other disciples were off having their own experiences mm-hmm. you know so like no like comparison would really matter so like at at church you know at mass when we're when we're supposed to be paying attention to god and to jesus if we're off, like, looking at someone else, like, oh, right. man, their hands are folded weird, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we're, we're just, we're, le- we're missing the entire point. Mm-hmm. That yeah, God wants like- us there, and he's doing this out of love for us. We can love him by just appreciating that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. each person, like, expresses their love in a different Absolutely. way, you know, like, yeah. through charity or through prayer or something like that, like each person is going to express that differently. And if we're all the time being like, man, do you even pray? And, and we don't see like all the good works that they do in the, in the secrecy of their hearts or anything like that. It's like, you're like, come on, man. Man, I love that. Like how everybody has a different job. Like I know there was this one like CEO of NASA or something. He went in to like visit, you know, one of the sites or something for like the, moon launch or whatever space expedition and like there was this janitor there just kind of like sweeping the floors and like he has to do he's like so like what's your job here and he was like i'm putting a man on the moon i'm like (laughs) what he's like just the janitor Mm -hmm. but no he without the janitor who'd be there making sure everything's clean a clean environment Mm -hmm. to be able to put someone on the moon you know without that person that wouldn't be possible so everybody has a different job. It's just manifested in a different way. But we're all trying to reach the same goal, which is the kingdom of heaven. And if we search out the kingdom of heaven first, everything else will fall in place around that. Right. You know? Yeah.
With that, I thought yeah. that was just there a could part. be an E. coli infection or something like that on the on the spaceship, right? Know? Which would be and very unfortunate. I mean, there's Nobody plenty of that in this world, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. E. coli. Mm-hmm. I was uh, reminded of John twenty one um, when you were talking of that's when Jesus meets. I think it's twenty one. John, yep. I mean, yeah, Jesus meets them. They're like on the boat. Mm-hmm. Peter's scantily clad. He jumps into the water. He's like, "Come have breakfast." There, it's like. He's like, it, Peter, it says, like, Peter's not dressed all the way. First off, I love when, <laughs> when like, like just first off, just well, like, John roasts everybody. And so, it's so funny. He's like, because um, yeah, Peter and John are racing to the tomb, and it's like, and well, the, the, the master one. The other <laughs> disciple got their second. John was <laughs> He said, I'm He's in like, first place. Right, right, right. It's like everyone's roasting each other, and it's so funny. But anyway, so, like, That's then, how you know they were all, but, like, such, such good friends. Savage. Because they were, they were like, like, they were like right. yeah, the faster one made it. Yeah. And so then it's just funny. Because, well, like, the whole Gospels, it's like, it's funny because it'll be like Jesus comes back and all of the twelve are com- saying, wondering who's the greater disciple. Like they're yeah. all just doing that all the time, which yeah. is so human. Like we're all like, yeah. who's Preparing. the better one? And yeah. then it's like oh, also yeah, like right. James and John want to be sitting on the left and right, right. Yeah. So it's like all these things. But in John twenty one, like Jesus is back. Peter's like has a conversation with him where that's the one where I talk about all the time of like, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Mm-hmm. And so they just finish having this conversation. They're back in communion together. It's like as if. Like confession, you know, they're they're back together and they're buddies again. Um, And so they're walking away and then Peter sees John and he's like, so what's going to happen to that guy? So it's like, he's like, two seconds later. He's going to die, right? He's like, yeah, because, yeah, Jesus basically had just said that they're, like, he's going to be martyred. Oh, was that John that he was talking about? Yeah, so so John was like, he said, he he was like. Peter is walking with Jesus Mm -hmm. and Jesus just basically tells him that he's going to be martyred. And then he's like, so what's going to happen to John? And he's like, how about I worry about John and you, <laughs> you don't, basically. And so it's just funny of the thing of, like, he just got back into, like, God's good graces. And then the first thing he thinks about is, like, well, what's going to happen to him? You know, it's like he's thinking too, about right? other people, right? you know, instead of thinking about what is going to happen to him. Yeah. So anyway, it's just funny. Uh, that's why I was just reminded of, like, it's so human to, like, try and be caught up into the affairs of other people but it's so bad to be caught up in the affairs of other people mm. um because yeah then when you're focusing on what other people are doing then you're not focusing on what's happening in front of you like you were saying yeah. about john and it's the same thing with mass it's like that's why i like sitting so close to the altar one because father david my chaplain in college gave this homily of um, a lot of people wouldn't sit in the first row. I don't know why, but like it became it became a thing of like no one sat in the first row except the altar server and the lector, and then everyone else was like second row back. And so mm-hmm. I used to just sit wherever you know, and I wasn't even really thinking about it. But then he said, in his homily one time, he's like, "Why is it that no one sits in the front row?" And we were all just like, <laughs> "Because no one sits in the front row," you know. And so then he was just like, "The Lord." is fully present on this altar. It is the heavenly feast, and yet all of you want to sit all the way in the back. Like, the Lord is right here. He's sitting right here. Mm. And you are so far away from him. (laughs) And so then I was having this conversation the other day of, like, I'm just imagining, like, if Jesus was in human form just sitting on the altar, just, like, hanging out, like, of course everyone would be as close as humanly possible to that altar, Mm. wanting to sit on the altar with him, wanting to sit at his feet, wanting to look up at him. But the second that he's hidden behind the guise of bread 
people are like, oh, that's just bread, you mm. know? But no, that's Jesus. That's as if he's sitting humanly, crisscrossed applesauce on the altar right Chris now. Yeah, but you're applesauce. just, but like, like we don't care. Stop. But <laughs> that's why I like sitting so close is one, I want to be as close to my Lord as possible. And two, I'm not as distracted by the like 17 rows of heads in front of me, you know? And so it's like, like that guy's the haircut. thing that I'm here for is that guy right there on the altar. So I want to be as close as possible and I want to not be distracted as much as yep. possible. Yeah. And it's like, humans can't help but fidget, you know? Like, you can't help but fidget, but I can't be staring at 400 people fidgeting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, no, I need to see Jesus, you know? Mm-hmm. Plus, it's like, you're at the dinner table, and you're like, hi, God! And you're like, 200 yards away, and on the other side, Jesus is just sitting there, and he's like, and he's doing this, and he like, throws the hand, and he's like, what the heck, dude? <laughs> Versus, like, you, like, going to the, like, seat, like, directly, like, next to him on the edge of the table, and being like, hey, bud, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what, um, not good, but, all right. <laughs> like, the world, it's a messy place, and you're like... Sorry about that. I kind of contributed to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, like, well, it is actually like Jesus calls you up and he's like, Hey, Hey, uh, why don't, why don't you, uh, come over and, and like we, we hang out and then we go to a restaurant and we eat together. And it's mm. like, yes, Jesus. I'd love that. You know, it's like, ah, all right, because you're Jesus, I'll go, you know? Mm-hmm. So you pull up and then you go to the restaurant and, and Jesus sits down and you sit four tables over, and it's like, yeah, we're eating together. Why, why do that? I mean, You're yes. like, how's the food? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Good. That's like those, <laughs> those movies of people who are sitting at the far ends of the table, like the married couple. Yeah. Like, that makes me so sad. I'm like, yeah. first off, there's like candelabras in the middle and like big yeah, vases of flowers. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, you you're just what? sitting like, how's your meal? Like, in, I think Beauty and the Beast has that, you know? Yeah. Or it's yeah, like, yeah. I, it's like, how is your meal? And it's just, yeah, it's the same effect. Of, yeah. Well, first off, it'd be so weird if you walked yeah. into a restaurant with someone and then they sat down and you sat four tables away. And right. you're just yeah. like, that's abnormal, which yeah. is why it's abnormal <laughs> to be weird. joining into a feast with our Lord and sitting 20 rows back. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, you can't help it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, after this podcast, everyone's going to be sitting yeah. in front of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's going to be squished in there and you're like, I'd rather you know, be I, 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 I'd rather not, like, inhale the germs of everyone else and be like have my elbow like scraping someone else's like hip (laughs) you know that'd be be squished in the third row than just chilling by myself in the 25th row you know yeah you're like how's it look up there guys (laughs) good (laughs) they're not focused on you though yeah yeah so they're like shut up Yep. In the middle of mass, I'll turn around and be like, shut up. Some guy's like, me tonight. Hey, shut up. That's not You're terrible. like, listen. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like, it, that would be like uh, with the division of the loaves and the fishes. If like you got the bread and you look over at your neighbor and you're like, why did he get two servings? Right. <laughs> Versus yeah. you don't see the the like the disabled like father that she has that's left at mm. home that she's mm-hmm. bringing the bread to. But you're just like, <laughs> look at that. Like, did you see how much bread that Laura got? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the, um... And that actually reminds me again of um, what Catalina mentioned, which was, like, 
we were called to be charitable, right? Mm -hmm. And like Mary told her, like in the um, penitential rite yeah. that you mentioned actually at the beginning of the podcast, Zach, um, about how she was in a rush mm -hmm. to get into the church and um, someone was talking to her and she dealt with that person in an uncharitable way. Um, because she was in a rush, and yeah, her intentions were to get to mass, you mm -hmm. know, but like, I can't remember where I read this today, um, but like God, God is a God of deeds, right? And so we're supposed to be charitable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if someone is doing something that's not exactly right, you know, doesn't, doesn't fit in with the canon, you know, we can compare us to them and be like, hey, that. That's not, that's not right. You're doing that wrong. But like, if they're like leaning over and they ask you a question, you know, if, if the question is, you know, if it's a good question, you know, you don't just like shush them so you can keep looking at Jesus because at that moment, Jesus is in that person asking mm. you a question and mm. Jesus is in wow. you hoping that you'll answer that question for mm -hmm. them so that mm -hmm. they can get an answer that they need. So right. taking Taking that little bit, like it only takes like 15 seconds uh, most of the time to like give someone that bit of charity that they so greatly need right. and mm -hmm. desire without even knowing that they desire it. Right. Mm. Yeah. Anyone else? Jesus uses us as vessels, so. Amen. I think, yeah, it's, I've just learned a lot from <clears throat> my, my friends who are very charismatic, who um, just like talk to the Holy Spirit a lot of praying to the Holy Spirit, asking him to just put into their paths that day the person who needs to um, mm. witness Jesus most. And mm -hmm. that can be a very powerful prayer because it comes out of nowhere like 99% of the yeah. time where it's just some random like, person hey. you're checking out next to at Food Lion who's just like um, looking really disheartened and you're like, wow, I really like your sweater. And then they mm -hmm. start smiling, you know? Or yeah. it's, yeah, or it's the person next to you who's like, how the heck do I pray evening prayer, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, yeah, it's, you never know who is going to be put into your path, um, but it's just better to just live your life charitably. Um, and yeah, of course, we're never going to be perfect at that, but we can also, we should model the master, yeah. model Jesus. He was always charitable. Um, yeah, because like even on the way to Jairus's house to heal Jairus's daughter, the hemorrhaging woman touched his cloak. So yeah. even though he was in a hurry and he wanted to go heal Jairus's daughter, he still made time to... He stopped. Stop yeah, and meet yeah. that woman. Yeah. All right. That was, wow. That was Guys, awesome. that was, that was, some, that was <laughs> some deep conversation. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just know, everybody, um, we really appreciate you tuning into this mm -hmm. podcast. Amen. We hope Amen. you have gained anything at all from this podcast and you your day's a little better you know any and of we, spiritual chocolate spiritual mm -hmm, salad yeah, spiritual mm -hmm. muscle spiritual family all the spiritual <laughs> food we we, <laughs> we hope coaster. we hope you consumed it and you found <laughs> it delicious amen you know amen. um just remember um we're praying that you all have a good week and mm -hmm. you all are staying safe and um spiritually sound yeah. mm -hmm. and you know as father mike schmidt says we hope you pray for us too mm -hmm. um 100 We'll be taking a week off. We'll be spring taking a break. week off. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. And remember, remember drink, drink coffee, be Catholic. Have See a great bye bye bye. Couple weeks back. Thank you. Glorificamos te. Gracias.